Hi, welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, I opened up about a chapter I've never read aloud. It's been buried deep inside me for eight years, and I talk about how I found strength in the weakest and darkest moments through my faith. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I'm recapping 2019 and revisiting past episodes and seasons of On The Grow. I touch on what I'm planning to focus and work on in 2020 and the next series on On The Grow. Isn't it funny how we think moving to a different place, different city means a better life? I mean, that's how I felt about New York City. When I first moved here, I thought, this is it. I'm going to make this place better than my last. I wanted to skip the hardships, fast forward through the financial strains, hurtful relationships, and then expect to be at the finish line without enduring everything that is a part of life, a part of the journey that we have to experience in order to know what is the difference between what's good and what isn't. I mean, how do we know what's good without going through what's considered, quote, bad? I started this podcast this year, and I started with season one, the New York City series. In the very first episode, I start off with a guest host, Eric Krumans, who is one of my best friends since I moved to the city. I explain my moving process, why I decided to move, finding apartments, broker fees, making friends, and overall, just the ins and outs of the city. This episode is a good one for those of you who are curious on making the move here, things to know and more to gain from our experiences through it all. As I'm starting year three, I do get the sense that I wish I could have started off differently in New York City. If I had done more research on my first apartment, I could have saved more money and less time commuting. I even thought it was going to be easier with having my car here, but I've dealt with towing issues, street cleaning, and just more nonsense. I also went through a rock bottom situation with a job and it really took a toll on me. At that time, I thought my whole world was crashing down on me. It made me question New York City and if this was really the place for me. I remember distinctly during those times, I would constantly challenge myself whether I I was truly meant to be here or if it was something that I was forcing or if if it was something I need to prove to someone or myself or in general. And so I really questioned whether New York City was it for me at those times. I'm looking now, I guess, back on that journey. And I think New York is the place for me because it's put me through even more hardships than I had imagined. It's ironic. You might think, Grace, why would you want to stick around a place that has been difficult for you? Why go through that when you don't have to? I find that going through these situations 
has built me into a stronger person. I look at relationships differently now. I look at people differently. I look at jobs differently. And I'm more aggressive when navigating the city. And I'm not afraid to go after what I want. So looking back, yes, I wish I could have done things a bit differently. But I am also grateful I didn't. Every situation has brought me to where I am now. And I don't say that in a way that I'm fully there yet, but it's allowed me to understand the why in the moments when I didn't understand. In episode two, I answer frequently asked questions about New York. There's questions on housing, questions that many people have about just living here in New York City, including stories of meeting celebrities, does everyone really take the subway? How do you grocery shop? How do you do laundry? What are the best months to visit? And more. There are so many things I could add to this episode. New York City is such a vast and diverse city full of people from different backgrounds with different skill sets and personalities you didn't know were out there. I get a lot of questions about life in New York City and I hope to continue sharing more of that in my everyday life as well. Whether it's on Instagram stories or my feed, I want you to know what it's like to live there and get a feel for it. If you have any other questions I didn't answer about New York City and you're curious about, you can always DM me on my Instagram at bygracely. Or you can send me an email. The contact info is in the description below. In episode three, I have a conversation with Madison about getting internships and jobs in New York City. We discuss the hustle here and why that's a must when it comes to securing the job you want. We gave tips on housing and her day-to-day schedule of what it's like to work as a photographer and my day-to-day schedule of what it's like to work as a social media strategist and coordinator. Based on your feedback, this episode was really insightful for a lot of you wanting to pursue a career here in New York City. Every industry differs, but the go-getter mentality is always there. If you want it, you've got to work for it. In episode four, I have a conversation with Eric on how we view relationships in New York City. We talk about Dating here in New York City, experiences that have led us to the mindset we have with approaching relationships. This episode is actually the top downloaded and streamed episode on On The Grow, which I'm not surprised. Everyone may have assumed I talked about my dating horror stories and which apps I use to date here, but I wanted to approach this differently which we do share bits and pieces of our experiences on both ends. But there's a lot of key points we talk about that are helpful for any type of relationship, whether that's a friendship, partnership, or a dating relationship. Looking back, I feel like I'm still learning what it means to be in a relationship and what it means to move forward with one. Growing up, I always had the mindset that it was simple black and white. 
Either you're dating and you're happy or you're not dating and you're not happy. But the more I communicate with guys and girlfriends, the more I'm understanding that each relationship is different. You can't expect your previous one to be like the one you're currently wanting to pursue. Once you can understand and communicate with someone how you feel, your thoughts, and what you want, it opens the door for the other person to do the same. And that's where growth happens. When two people can be mature enough to be on the same page, knowing that there may be differences that may not align, but still figuring out whether it's the right thing to move forward or not, it's important to get that across. Just know that I'm still learning in that department. Relationships are so tricky here. They're so difficult. And it's more complicated than, you know, this person isn't compatible with this person. I think I've run into a lot of situations where I could be compatible with someone else, but the timing of it could be off or there's something that is happening in my life or the guy's life and something is just blocking the way or you know what I mean? And so because of that, it's more complex than either you like him or you don't. In season two, I dive into the social media series. Episode five is why I don't define myself as an influencer. Far too often, we come across the term influencer on just about every social media page. But what does that even mean? In this episode, I explain my backstory into how I got into the social media space, why I don't define myself as an influencer, what it means to be an influencer, and just my thoughts to start the conversation with who an influencer is and what that even means. This was probably one of my favorite episodes to record because I felt like I could be really raw with my thinking. I view my mind almost like a Google Chrome desktop page. There's 20 tabs open, four of them are bookmarked, three of them demand my immediate attention. However, when it comes to this quote, influencer industry I've grown up in, I know where I stand. I listen to this episode at times when I need that reminder of why I do what I do and why it's okay that I don't fit in with everyone else. That's not always a bad thing. You can't influence the world by being like it. In episode six, I share things I've learned as a social media strategist for my own brand and things I've learned as a social media coordinator from a brand perspective. Tips for those wanting to get into social media marketing, mistakes I've made, things I wish I had known before starting, the moment when I realized when this was a passion for me, other stories, and more. On the topic of reflecting, I sometimes pause to look at the progression of social media marketing over the years. It's been nine years since I've started Gracefully Made, and the journey has been overall quite the experience. Everything I've learned has been through past experience of trials and errors and experimenting with what has worked and how I've used that to consistently evolve with social media platforms. 
I really like this episode because I love being able to share what I've experienced and what I learned to help others find their passion too. Whether that's social media marketing or influencer marketing or anything within that field, I'm here to help. Episode 7 is What is Influencer Marketing? Natalie and I discuss influencer marketing in this episode. She's a YouTube digital content creator, podcaster, and a consultant for her consulting company. So I thought it was fitting to bring her on to talk about the influencer marketing space, our thoughts, where it's headed, how we stay up to date, and so much more. I mean, we hear about it from brands. We see it used for events, partnerships, collaborations. It's all over our social, but but what really is influencer marketing? This year, I've really started to show more interest into influencer marketing because I've been able to see it from a brand perspective and an influencer perspective. I definitely want to keep learning more about it and being a part of it in the coming year. In episode eight, I talk about how to balance work life and social life. One of the most frequently asked questions I receive is, do you ever have trouble living in the moment because of constant pressure to create content? In this episode, I answered that very question and the question on how do I balance work life and social life? I'm a full-time social media coordinator and a social media strategist and content creator for Gracefully Made, and it can get really overwhelming and stressful juggling it all. I share tips on finding that balance when you have a job that requires you to be online at all times, in between stories and moments where that balance was missing, and more. This is something I've been able to do mainly through experience. You don't know what works and what doesn't work for you until you try it. And if we're being honest, I still struggle with finding that balance. There are days where I find myself working nonstop and feeling burned out and questioning why I'm even doing what I'm doing. And then there are days where I find myself wanting to stop pursuing my brand because things just don't feel like they're working. I go back and forth all the time and that's normal. Just because you don't have a set direction with anything you do doesn't mean you're not capable of going after it. In episode 9, I talked about influencer marketing from a digital content creator side with Natalie, but in this episode, we dive into a more in-depth conversation about influencer marketing from a brand perspective with one of my good friends, Summer. She's the director of growth for Catalog and a content creator based in LA. And we talk about influencer marketing from a brand's point of view. She gives lots of tips on what to do and what not to do as an influencer. Her journey on how she started at Catalog, what's next for influencer marketing, things she'd do differently as an influencer, and more. This is incredibly insightful for someone wanting to know more about influencer marketing from a brand perspective. I think there's definitely more to be discussed and more that can be added. And like I mentioned previously, I'd love to dive more into influencer marketing in 2020. 
Last but not least, I end the year with season three, the faith series. In episode 10, I shared five ways I find myself staying positive through stressful situations through my faith. This includes understanding the situation at hand. Is this really going to affect me or is it mental? How can I change it? Stepping back to step forward. If I don't think about and take care of these things, who will? Knowing that God is greater than any of my situations. How does this reassure my life? Understanding you cannot fix all problems. Does God need our help? And lastly, standing firm. How is your spiritual posture? Looking back, I haven't always been the best at handling stressful situations. I'm still learning and growing through that. I found what has worked for me and that it's been my faith that has kept me grounded at times when I've wanted to explode. Episode 12 is on what drives your life. New York City has been a huge challenge on my faith. In this episode, I really dig into my most recent years and pull out three things that have been driving my life. One, my career. Two, relationships. And three, fears of the unknown. I really challenge what it means to have these externals drive your life and how my faith has played a huge part in all of it. This was an episode I've been wanting to cover because if I were to step back and pull out what has been driving my life, I found that these factors have impacted it in more ways than one. The best part, though, is always reevaluating those factors and really understanding how and why they have affected me and what I can do moving forward. That's a big part of what this podcast is about, is how you can take what you've gone through, you can take what you've heard from here, and how you can grow through it. In episode 12, I have a conversation with my sister Rebecca, a third-year medical student, about dealing with pressure, the struggle of losing control, and why God closes doors. Rebecca shares where she finds pressure as a doctor and how she copes with it. And I share the pressures I have felt in the blogging and influencer industry. We discussed giving up control and how our faith allows us to deal with our pressures. I mentioned in this episode, but I love hearing what people go through in different fields than mine. I especially like hearing how they cope with it and react to it because it gives me an understanding of how other people handle situations. My sister is someone I respect and look up to when it comes to our faith, and she gave such valuable information on dealing with pressure. There's pressure in any field. And I felt pressure in the blogging influencer industry many times. But every time the pressure has been there, my faith has grounded me and allowed me to look past what I view as, quote, pressure and view it more as an experience to learn from. The very last episode in season three is finding light in your darkest moments. This was probably the hardest episode to record yet. In this episode, I dusted off the pages of a chapter that I have never read aloud. 
a secret I've hid for almost eight years now. I've felt hesitant sharing this the entire time, but I've also felt strength in hearing the words come out of my mouth. This episode is how I found light in my darkest moments of my life. I want to talk more about the mentality I dealt with in more episodes on On the Grow. This was merely a passageway to open the door and start that conversation. I want others to know that it's okay to have that mentality and that you are not weak for relapsing and going back to it at times. I found that the times when my mind goes back there into those dark moments, it almost feels like I'm giving up again and I'm giving in and it's happening all over and that I might never really get out of it fully. But I think accepting that and knowing that you are not always going to flip a switch and be able to get out of it whenever you want helps you understand and move forward. You learn through the mistakes, the experiences, and every time it happens, you pick yourself up again and keep going. If anyone else is dealing with this, I'd love to talk more about it with you. It helps to hear other people's stories and their experiences, and better yet, discuss how we can help one another overcome it. If I had to sum 2019 in one word, it would be challenging. Looking back, just to recap everything that's you know happened in my life and the events that I've you know, gone through these situations, these hardships, the good, the bad, all of it tied neatly into a bow. If I were to wrap all that up, I would say that it has been a challenging year. 2019 has been one of the most difficult years that I've been through. There's a part of me that just really wants 2020 to be here already. Like I want us to fast forward through 2019 so I don't have to think about it and I can just look past it and have this clean new slate kind of feel. But just because you move in calendar years doesn't mean those situations and those hardships go away. Brushing it under the rug doesn't mean it's gone. It just means that it's temporarily out of your sight until you lift that rug up again and see everything you've swept under it. It's better to understand and accept what you've gone through instead of trying to avoid it and keep yourself distracted. I found that I've distracted myself many times this year and I've avoided a lot of things, so I'm not perfect either when it comes to accepting it. I'm very stubborn with how I go about things, and so I think it has taken me a lot of time to really understand my situations, even when they haven't made sense. And even when I still can't comprehend why things happen, I just know that it's all in God's timing. Trusting him has been difficult and scary, but it has been so fulfilling. 
in the sense that I can find that peace again and I can continue to keep going because I know that everything happens in his time. It's been a difficult journey all the way through, even to this final end with a lot of things that I've been dealing with, a lot of things I've been going through and I'm still continuing to go through. But I think what's most important is how I take all those things that I've gone through, all those things that has happened to me, all the people I've met, encounters I've faced. I think it's how I go about taking all of that and learning from it and how I can move forward with it and how I can use all of that to be a better person in terms of how I react, the people I will meet in 2020, and moving forward with anything. And I think that's what's been most important for me is what I am gaining out of all these experiences I've been through. It's crazy. I thought moving to New York would solve a lot of problems. I thought that I would be in a better situation with friends, with my job, with my career, with relationships. What I've really understood is it isn't a place, it isn't a situation, it doesn't matter where you are, it's what you make of where it is that you are and how you can go about doing that. New York didn't solve all those problems. In fact, it made things very difficult for me. I look back and I'm just incredibly grateful for all the people that I have met in my life, the ones that have really stood out to me and have shown me what true friendship is, what a real relationship is, and how we are all struggling, but we're all in it together doing it. We're all growing in that sense. And so I just want to say that I'm grateful for all the experiences. I just want to also say thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast and have shared it on their stories and told other people about it, posted about it. Hearing your feedback and hearing your thoughts on the episodes has really gave me a better understanding of how people think and what it is that needs to be discussed and talked about. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I do want to talk about is pretty taboo. I would like to like really break that taboo-ness. I don't know if that's a word, but talk about things that many people are afraid to or feel like it's not normal to. So with all that being said, again, I just want to say thank you. And I am so excited for what's to come in 2020. There are so many things that I really want to focus on, which is really understanding myself more and really understanding how people communicate and how I can help in that if I can in any way that I can for the new year especially I want to focus on certain things about myself that I didn't really notice and didn't really realize I needed until maybe even the end of this year It took some time trying to figure that out, but I think the more you go through these struggles and the more you face certain, you know, hardships and situations and meeting other people, 
I think that helps you understand more about you and helps you understand the people that you're around and how you can best help them and also help yourself. So that's something I really do want to focus on in the new year. It's been, it's been a journey this year. As I'm here in New York, still learning a lot of things with relationships, with my career, with just understanding people in general. I am definitely using all that I've gone through, especially taking all of these episodes and accepting that I am still on the grow. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That's a wrap on 2019. I hope you enjoyed following along through the seasons of On The Grow podcast. Stay tuned for the next series on On The Grow, the seasons of series, where I'll be focusing on different seasons we go through and grow through in life. I think hearing other people's stories on their seasons can help you overcome yours. It helps to hear and see different perspectives of others and reminds us we are never alone. Whether that's through love, grief, waiting, peace, I want to cover topics that can not only help me, but also help you understand and realize whatever season it is you're growing through. If you have any questions or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'd love to talk more about topics you're interested in. Thanks for tuning in. See you in 2020.